Hey guys, Maria Menunos here. Hope you tune into my show, Untold with Maria Menunos, this Thursday night at 8 on E. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, After Buzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after show entertainment. <laughs> TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! How we always pick these songs. Yeah, this is a happy version. It is. I'm ha- it's nice to have a happy version. Yeah. Yeah. Hey guys, what's up? You're watching AfterBuzz TV for the after show of Soccer on CBS, season one, episode eight, titled Skin. I'm your host, Jade Howard. And I'm your host, Anastasia Waller. Hey, I'm Cameron Lewis. Hey everyone, I'm Teresa Law. So let's get into this episode. What were your first impressions? Cam, let's start with you. I can't believe it's episode eight already. It's oh, gone by wow. pretty fast. It's ridiculous. Um, I had a lot of back and forth on this one. Mm-hmm. I thought it was at first Chad, and then I thought it was maybe the neighbor creepy lady who answered the door, and then I thought it was the other neighbor, and then I thought it was the wife, maybe. I, me too. And then you thought it was Ben. And then I thought it was Ben. <laughs> Uh, and then I just was all over the place. I was all over the place. There weren't that many jumps in this episode, mm-hmm. which I was a little bit disappointed by because I like to mm-hmm. scream when I watch Stalker. Uh, you like to jump into our arms and have us hold you and you're scared. <laughs> yeah. Is that, I is didn't that feel what like it saying was? it, but thanks for spelling I it. I just out. thought we'd just put it out there. Uh, <laughs> but I, I, this was definitely had me going, had me invested in it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What about you, Teresa? Uh, a victim of a hate crime living across the street from a reformed skinhead is a recipe for disaster. Yeah. That is yeah. true. It's going to trigger something. Mm-hmm. It's going to definitely trigger something in your head. I thought, like, the episode, for me, it was jumpy enough. I jumped, yeah. I screamed, I had my notepad covering my face, looking at Anastasia, <laughs> like, okay, what's her reaction going to be, because I don't know if it's okay for me to put it down. I thought it had good momentum, and it was a very interesting, I love all these different perspectives, it's like they keep finding all these cool stories to tell about yeah. different cases that you would never really think Yeah, I have the same reaction. I thought more than anything, it was just interesting. I didn't know all these facts about racism. And they were talking about um, how the Aryan Brotherhood started in L.A., that group. It started in the Los Angeles prison. So I feel like I've always thought of L.A. as a melting pot and a very diverse city. So I'm kind of blind and oblivious to those things. So I just thought it was like, wow, this really goes on. I just thought it was interesting. And we haven't heard really anything in the news in this decade, at least, about skinheads. I feel like it was a lot more prominent, like, in the 70s or in 80s. 80s. Yeah. Yeah. I, did, I really liked that the, the mm-hmm. we saw... I mean, I don't like racism. I want to make that very clear. The white guy was great. The white guy It's about time we told our story. <laughs> but I liked that we had some other elements other than just uh, somebody creeping somebody out. Yes. You know? right. I liked that about this episode. Especially in L.A. It's always a lot of celebrity crime and scandals we hear about. So to have something different thrown into the pot, like yeah. you said, yeah, it's good. Absolutely. But it seemed realistic in the mm-hmm. aspect yeah. of, like, I could hear this on 
the 11 o'clock news. Right. Mm-hmm. Like you wouldn't, I wouldn't be shocked if I heard a story like this. Yeah. And that's yeah. what I love about like the, this episode, especially. Because it was very believable. Yeah. It's disturbing, but believable. Yeah. 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 For sure. I wonder how they did the casting for this one. Hey, we need people to choose. That's a good question. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I mean, when when you have to cast for that type of stuff, I mean, it's like, how do you even, how do you be delicate about it? Right, in the title. Yeah. That's interesting. (laughs) Yeah. 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 We should we should ask. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> get a little insider information on the that. Tweet the creators. Hey, um, question. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's get into the first topic. Let's talk about Mark and Chad. So we have Mark, who is a reformed skinhead. Mm-hmm. He's married to a woman. She's Hispanic and Asian, right? Mm-hmm. She's Hispanic. She's just Hispanic. She's just Hispanic. Okay. I don't think the Asian would have went ham on the family if the wife was half Asian. Probably not. Yeah. yeah probably that's not. right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. Maybe we'd be like, you know, I kind of relate to this. Yeah. <laughs> Common ground. Yeah. Okay. Um, so she's just Hispanic, Latina. Yeah. And uh, they're at a barbecue cookout, and they're just having a good old time with the neighbors. Mm-hmm. And then a guy who's bald head and Caucasian is on a motorcycle and drives on by during this happy, great party. And mm-hmm. like... The front yard party. Another yes. front yard yeah, party. Yeah, like a yeah. block party. <laughs> it's a cool Yes. It is. It was on the front yard. All I'm saying is like, okay. It was a cul-de-sac. So it was like a cul-de-sac party. It was a cul-de-sac front yard party. And I I don't like a lot of people enough to have any kind of party, (laughs) let alone a front yard party with neighbors. Right. So this is kind of like, it's it's an open invitation when it's in the front yard. Practically. (laughs) An open invitation it was because that guy rode on his motorcycle and Mm -hmm. came on by and gave that evil look. Stare down. I know. And so Mark is a little scared and he rushes the family to... And he obviously knows who that guy is right. or knows what that guy's about because he has a certain mm-hmm. type of look. But you're not really sure yet. You're just like, why is he looking at him like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and then you see him brushes his family into the house. Let's go for safety. This isn't looking right. Party's over for us. So they go back inside the house and later on that night, they uh, got a, a little... Dis- the phone call. Let me stop you there for just a stop second. Me. Because whenever he, whenever they went into the house, I kind of took issue with this. <clears throat> There's somebody driving mm-hmm. by the house. Dangerous situation, potentially. And he shoves his family in the house first. Mm-hmm. Did, uh, what do you guys Not think about so that? Wise. I, I don't think, some could argue he shoved him in the house first because there are people coming from the outside but I, my first thought was like, what if there's more people inside the house? I don't think mm-hmm. so because it's a front yard party in front of your house. I mean, what if they went in the backyard? It's a whole uh, gang. I don't of them. know. That's yeah. true. I don't know. I could be wrong. I think you're reading too deep into that. I feel like I do that a lot. Yeah, and I, I mean, think and I think in this instance that happened. <laughs> did anybody see the guy cooking the burgers? Yeah. Well, maybe well, I was like, yeah, I did actually. Maybe he didn't think that he, he would actually kill or try to hurt his family. It was just maybe he just knew like, it was just yeah. going to be threats. Empty threats. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So he was like just go inside. They're more directed towards him for leaving the brotherhood. Right. And so they're in the house. It's nighttime. Night's fallen. And he's in the bed, and he hears a little noise. He goes out, he sees it's his son. Just wanted to watch cartoons. That was weird. Yeah. I never did that as a child. No. If anything, it's like, oh, I don't know where the bathroom's at. Yeah. Or something. I wish I could have, like, woke up and gone downstairs to watch cartoons. I mean, I don't even do it If you don't get your tail back into the bed, it's bedtime. (laughs) Go read a book. (laughs) 
Yeah. I'm still scared to do do that now in the middle of the night. Like, I can't sleep going, like, nope, I live in a one bedroom. (laughs) I'm like staying in Yeah, I live in a studio apartment. I'm terrified (laughs) doing that. Like, I I can't. I have sheer curtains and I wouldn't do that. Sheer curtains. This, sure. I, I sheer had to bring that up. In this I episode. Have, as we digress, as we digress, yeah. oh, I know so many sheer curtains. We're and, still on the scene with the kid. Watching. Yeah, kid watching the TV. Teresa's like, move on with it. Move on. Okay. So he finally um, gets his kid, and he's like, let's go. And then they get a phone call, right? Well, the lights go off. The lights go off. That's right. the second incident. Right. Lights mm-hmm. go off, and then the wife comes out. Right. Like, what's going on? So now it's the outside. whole family. No, they're, still, no, no, in the they're still in the house. So they, there's the whole family now in front of a big window, picture window, no window. with mm-hmm. sheer curtains. Oh, right. Were the sheer curtains or I making? No, it was just it was just a window. It was just an open window. Mm-hmm. Okay, and so they get a phone call, and it's not it's disturbing. And Mark's on the phone, and he basically starts shooting a uh, laser pointer at the wife, freaky. and it's like your wife or son, mm-hmm. which is, one or your half breed kid? Oh, that's, oh, that's where right. I got the okay. It wasn't his wife. That wow. right? Okay, mm-hmm. no. Yeah, that was like a really wow. First of all, you're sick in the head for even giving somebody that type of option. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm not picking that. It's like Sophie's choice. <laughs> no, thank you. At that point, who did you guys think it, it was? I, I still I just thought that the that Mark that the husband was somehow directly involved. Mm. Oh, I kind I of was, was thinking that to too. Yeah, I did too. Because when he goes outside. And he still has all his. It, that was crazy. It's painted on his the walls in his house or the front of the house. It says Nazi. Nazi. Mm-hmm. You yeah, see yeah. his Nazi tattoo. And that's the yeah. first time. And all the neighbors are like, "Oh, well, we didn't know this about you. Right, Hold on, right, wait, right. Mark, let us find out." So everybody, and it's like a very diverse cul-de-sac of neighbors. Yeah, like, I noticed that. You have Asian, black, Latino, white. You got one of everything. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Like, take your pick. Like, it was just so diverse. Everyone's like. And then I felt embarrassed for the wife, too, because she was standing out there, obviously, as a Latina and ethnic woman, looking at her husband, like, what are you doing with this guy? Yeah. Right. And I know she was like, dang, you would have to have your shirt. Oh, because he was in the shower. That's Mm -hmm. what it was when he heard all the noise. Of course you remember that scene. Yeah, because I made a comment. I was like, now that's the shower scene I can get with. (laughs) Yeah. Better than, like, Perry topless. Remember? See, yeah, yeah. I'm not okay with the Perry top. I'm Perry okay haters the... again. I'll yeah. take Perry topless over tattoos with Nazi symbols yeah. all over the body. Well, but he's a changed like man. <laughs> but he's a changed man. You know, you just kind of just look it over. <laughs> Put this wife beater on. <laughs> <laughs> So the neighbors look really freaked out. It's just like moving on. The neighbors do look really freaked yeah. out. Yeah, they were pretty uh, dis- disturbed. So they're in the uh, police station next day. Yeah. And they're explaining, they're interviewing, they're, what's the word? Interviewing Mark. For? Interrogating. Inter- oh, interrogating, yes. They're interrogating them, but separately. Mm-hmm. And so um, Jack is interviewing um Mark and just to get into his past and to figure out and he's like yeah, oh wait you forgot the, to mention that they threw a brick in the house they didn't end up shooting oh them. yeah, yeah. and you brick. said there was no jumping scenes Cameron are you kidding that me that was a I little jumped. bit jumpy but like mm-hmm. I kind of expected there to be a jump there because you see the red laser on the wife's like chest and then you see the guy about to tackle her to save. I thought there was going to be a shot go down. <laughs> yeah I did too yeah, I, I, just, I didn't I think they were going to kill. Going down. I'm thinking, is he about to decide which one? Because this is going to go for a whole nother turn I that I wasn't maybe expecting. maybe he was going to jump in front or something, you know? He did kind of. Well, then he would have died right away. The episode would have been over. Wow. <laughs> well, That's a bad okay. prediction. 
Whoa. Bad prediction. Bad host. Bad. I'm just thinking maybe it's a 15-minute episode. Okay? <laughs> and that's the end. <laughs> next on soccer next yeah. week. <laughs> they can't kill the women and children. Right, right, right. No, so that's right. There's the brick that gets thrown in the wall through the uh, window. And so they're being interrogated. And the wife's defending her husband, saying mm-hmm. my husband's a changed man. Mark, when he's getting in, um, interviewed, interrogated, you see that he has the Nazi... Uh, or hate on his sure. knuckles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's and like, fading. Right, he's fading because he's getting like the tattoos removed. So you're able to really see that he really does want to rid this part of his past and that yeah. he's a new person. Which then brings us to a suspect mm-hmm. that they think could be a possible person that's, um, you know, causing this harm to him and his family. And it's uh, Chad. Chad. Yes. Oh. yes. Well, really quickly, before we get into Chad, I, uh-huh. when I was watching the episode and they were interviewing Christina, the wife, and she was saying, well, you know, he learned hate from his father and he's a changed man. I was thinking about that for myself and just women dating and just curious, like, is that something that you guys think you could get over? Or even, I mean, if it was a woman, I'm asking all of you, is that something? <laughs> oh, yes. I don't know. I... I want to say I would be have to open prove it to every it. Day. Does he look like right. Chad? <laughs> <laughs> or does he look like Perry? Right, because uh, that determines a lot, too, for how I'm going to answer that. I mean, I, I think it's a case-by-case basis for yeah. myself. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say no, but right. I, I don't want to be too hasty to say yes, either. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, but look at all the strippers turned housewives. Like, in, mm-hmm. like, culture <laughs> these days. A little bit different. Yeah. <laughs> hey there. Thank you. What about you, Anastasia? <laughs> Um, I mean, it's one thing if he said, hey, I'm, I want to be honest, I was involved in this, and it's a little bit different because of the tattoos. I can't see bringing someone home that has obvious tattoos. I mean, I'm black and Filipino, so I can't see bringing that home, but right. I don't know. Like, we could be friends. He is going to get removed. BFS. What if he was getting it removed and that was part of staying in the relationship? If I met him at church, Yes. Then I would know. All I'm saying is, if you can turn a hoe into a housewife, you can be reformed in any other way. You can. (laughs) I don't see why not. Wow. Just saying. Just saying. Like you know, people change. Teresa, what's your hard answer? I I think it. I agree. Case by case, it depends on the situation and the person and the relationship that. I have with them. Yeah. Okay, people comment on our YouTube. Yeah, I'm curious curious to know. Let us know. But it brings up the whole topic of uh, reform. And of course, we think about Jack. Mm -hmm. Has he really reformed? Right. And Maggie and him kind of have this conversation. Right in front of his ex wife. Right. Which I love. And he's almost defending um, Chad. He is. Because he's like, you can change. And you're like, I need to tell. We need to see like about 10. But I forgot exactly what you said, but you you have to prove it more than once that you you're a reformed person, mm-hmm. yeah. right? You can't just yeah. do it. Just I'm changed. Yay, oh great! Look at me. I believe I <laughs> let's go go <laughs> skip into the fields of roses and daisies. It's right. like no, like show me some more actual proof, mm-hmm. right? You know. Okay, sorry, I just wanted to bring that up. That's no, a good, good question. That was a good question. Good, good question. Point. Good question. Keep them coming. Keep them coming. <laughs> so they're on to Chad now, who is 
was part of the white supreme was like part of the skin white i wrote it down it's so cal or southern so california, california confederated it's a political socialist federated socialist that's socialist crazy yeah. they're political group i've never seen them on the ballot every time i've gone to vote but <laughs> okay and they're white <laughs> separatists right because they don't like to be called skinheads or supremacists, or supremacists yeah. yeah yeah but and a Beth, separatist separatist that calls them professional stalkers Right, yeah. she's Nazis. Yeah. That's, that's what Beth does when she gets real. <laughs> Which is really an interesting real. point because she talks about how they work within the confines of the law, mm-hmm. always skirting the edge of illegal, but never actually breaking going the over. law. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so we've Chad seems to be interesting because you know he was brought in by, by Mark, Mark. Mm-hmm. and then Chad goes to jail. Mark is like, hey, I'm changing my life around. I'm going to get married, have a kid, and guess what? I'm not even going to be part of this anymore. Right. Mm-hmm. He rejects everything yeah. that he's taught. Which is like, mm-hmm. to them, that's more, that's worse than being someone of another ethnicity. Mm-hmm. To them. Mm-hmm. It's like you've betrayed your own, so you're even, like, you're worse than that. Right. right. Their motto is nothing without family. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And he's basically betrayed his family in their mm-hmm. eyes. Yeah. And I love the conversation with, or the interrogation with Chad and Beth when she was really throwing it back to him that uh, Mark didn't believe in this the way that you believed in it. And it was just like air to him. She's so good at it. Yeah. She's so good at it. She's good at throwing that shade your way, man. Mm, Right. I love me some Beth. You know you love you some Beth. And Mm. we love it when Beth gets real. Hashtag Beth gets real. Hashtag it. But did you think that it might have been Chad when he was doing the thing with the son. Like now Absolutely. that we know that it's talk not, about it. we should we should talk a little bit more about that. Yeah, Absolutely. I wonder why he was doing that to the son. Because I want to know why the mom had her back turned <laughs> and after like you guys have just like had your lives basically yeah. threatened. You had lasers pointed at you. My kid would have a leash. Right. Okay. Yeah. And she's on the phone turning her back and the kid's going to look for a soccer ball. He's at the park. And then uh, Chad comes up and has this conversation with their son. And then she's like, leave us alone. (laughs) Yeah. At that point, I was pretty convinced that Chad was directly involved. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I... The thing about this show is when it's too obvious, mm-hmm. it's that's not the person. But I and I agree with you, and that's most of the time that's the case. But we saw a couple episodes ago. I forget the the woman who pretended to be the victim, but turned out to be the stalker. Mm-hmm. The wife. I thought it was one of Andrea. those situations. You know what uh, I mean? Okay. Andrea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I mean, in most cases, but I feel saying, like okay, one episode of out of eight that we've seen. Right. Yeah. But. I'm just saying. <laughs> Go on, Cam. What, what Devil's was your advocate. Point? No, that was my point. That was oh, my that point. was your point? Okay. I think I won that one. Jade won. Oh, Cam zero. Game. Oh. Game on. Oh. I'll get the next I'll one. I'll keep Jade. tally. You no, can tell I read that down. No, no, you <laughs> won't. Oh. No, you won't. Oh, so you didn't think it was Chad at that point. Who did you think it was? I didn't know. I just knew that there's no way it's Chad. Chad was up to no good. Do you think it was the soccer ball? <laughs> you know what? Yeah. Yeah, now I did. No. But the, right, so the, he approaches um, the son and yeah. has like this conversation. He's like, tell your dad to come by the shop. Do you like motorcycles? Creepy. I thought he was going to take him and put him on a motorcycle. I know. I was like, where are they <laughs> going with this? Yeah. yeah. I know. It did yeah. seem like a kidnap scenario type of deal, but it wasn't. No. And so uh, Mark is not feeling Chad's little pop-up visit. 
at the park. Mm-mm. So Mark puts the law in his own hands and goes to beat him directly. <laughs> yeah, and beats him up. Mm-hmm. And he enjoyed it though. Oh sure. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, he just I, wanted uh, a visit. Well, he he has daddy issues, and I think he sees him as a father figure, absolutely. and it's like his way of. Getting punished. Him back. It's like, Daddy's back. Yeah. <laughs> Daddy's home. <laughs> oh, yeah, the Usher's all. Keep going. Keep singing. Oh, my God. Okay, stop now. Stop now. You're missing that tune. The, the, the tune is off. The tune is off. There, there. <laughs> oh, my gosh, you guys. So he um, gets his attention. So Daddy's sure. home. Daddy's home. Daddy's home. Beats the crap out of him. Right. Uh, and you can't blame the guy at this point. I don't blame him. Somebody's coming up to my kid in the park, threatening right. he's to put him on a motorcycle, lines. whatever. And he feels like he's not threatening okay. our lives. Like, this mm-hmm. isn't. We're, yeah. not, we're not rolling with this. Mm-hmm. No. So he let him know. And so now he comes into the office to be interrogated. They're like, bad. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> bad, Mark, bad. Slap his hand and send I him know. away. But the, right. I feel like they didn't punish him as much as they could have or no. would have somebody else because, Well, he didn't you press know, they, charges. Well, yeah, he didn't press charges, but also it was like they kind of were like, mm, "Good job." Sure, oh, yeah. 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 right. So. Trent didn't want. Let's any talk about of how that. you just read my mind. Hey. Yeah, yeah. Uh, jealous Cam. Uh, Trent. Oh, you were not a fan of Trent. This episode. No, <laughs> I don't know that I ever have been a fan of Trent. No, uh, you haven't. He's kind of in Ben's book <laughs> for me. But he had that scene in this episode um, where now he we'll talk Amanda. about that, and I I can be talked into that. But when we see him coming in and saying, "Hey, we've been going after this guy for several months. Don't step on this stuff and ruin it," I was totally on Beth's side because she said, "Hey, people are going to die. People are going to get hurt. Mm-hmm. Why are you making it about you being right?" Right, because they found know, out so. that Chad was really in a. Um, he had a whole thing going on. Right. He had he had it separated, like the brains and then the muscle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so there were still violent things going on. Just like we said before, you know, they're really smart with tipping tiptoeing on the law, lines of the law mm-hmm. to get out of st- like to not yeah. go to jail or be imprisoned or and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think we've seen a lot of that in this show, mm-hmm. which is really interesting because a lot of times they'll catch somebody a little bit, but it's not enough to actually put them away at all. Which is what a lot of stalkers do. Yeah. yeah I think it's mm-hmm. really true to life. Yeah. yeah. The, the law makes it scary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know. It's terrifying. Because somebody could be terrorizing you, like we see with Beth, mm-hmm. long term, and you can't really do much about it until you have more solid proof. Until you're, like, dead. Yeah. And a lot of cases... <laughs> well, seriously, though. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, I guess maybe we should probably pay a little attention to this. Oh, right. look at all these warning signs. And yeah. pleads for help. And that was, <laughs> that's that, when you that go was to the TAU. Here. The TAU is there to help. Yeah. But they can only... But even in another episode, I forgot which one it was, but they even said they can only handle so many cases a year. Mm-hmm, sure. They right, get, like, X amount, and they can't do anything about it because they just don't have the manpower. Mm-hmm. Which is crazy. Or in this case, the woman power. Hashtag yes. Beth gets real. Yeah. Beth gets Bad real. Uh, and so, well, what do we see then? We see uh, they're back at home. Mark's mm-hmm. back at home. He's cooling his jets. He's talking to the wife. Son and friend are outside playing. They go into the tool shed. And the son's like, hey, don't go in there. That's my daddy's tool shed. Don't go in there. <laughs> the kid's like, yeah, screw you. I'm yeah, going I'm going in. I need a screwdriver. <laughs> and he's like, but... We could ask my dad. <laughs> Good little kid. He's Good such an obedient child. Uh, they find a bomb. God, that right. was scary. And then the bomb goes off, 
and I thought the kids would have for sure been seriously injured. Right, and yeah. that's what yeah. ticked him off, right? That's what ticked off um, Mark. To go to, to go to house, Chad's, yes. Was the bomb setting off. It was after that. Yeah, it was the bomb. Mm-hmm. It was weird that they the- kept letting oh, right. the kids be by themselves. Even though it was yeah. the backyard, it's like someone could hop the fence. Well, or the scene in the park. There's just like a lot of those scenes where I they think- would just let the kids be by themselves. I think that that's somewhat true to life in a little in a little bit because now I, I'm not saying true to your mother, uh, your, your mother, <laughs> my, mom, my mom would have been like. Saying, but the reality of the situation is a lot of people take their own space. Uh, there's their own space is safety for granted. Like they think the mm-hmm. backyard is fine. It's fine. It's the backyard. But I just come in. You know? okay, but I have to interject there because I feel like something from the TAU unit is going to be is going to tell you, hey, do these X, Y, and Z for the safety of your young. Well, they should have left right it's away. True. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's the true. safety of your child. I think it's different if it's just like your life in your own hands and you're making your own decisions. But I feel that like as a mom or dad just you're protective of your young mm-hmm. so you're I, gonna I be I absolutely agree with you good yeah. once again J2 but, but not everybody not everybody is an ideal parent is what I'm saying yeah. so I think this ah. does happen sometimes you know they what I mean they should have left right away the mm-hmm. Christina and Landon the son they should have went to her sister's house went to Northern California went to San Diego just got out of town yeah and, and let Mark deal with stay it with uh, Mark yeah she yeah. was arguing about it yeah. he was like girl if you don't leave <laughs> like Jane was saying too, like I feel like uh, the unit would have told them, "Hey, you should probably leave your husband and go up to the sister's house too, mm-hmm. right?" Or say, you or know. keep an eye on things, or just a heightened like sense of awareness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you know, Stay because alert. right because after yeah. that, finally, you know, she, he's she's like agrees and she takes the son yeah. and the, the questioning that Beth had with uh, Chad was. Awesome. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That interrogation was I great. Love because she's really trying to. We know you do. I love her. And Trent was against it, too, right? He didn't want her to break. Right. Well, he down. didn't think. They thought that. He thought that if she did it, it was going to fail. Right. And then and it was his just, plans because he had. Because they were so bigger, close to, you know, doing whatever Trent had to do. Right. This uh, is why I'm not a big fan of Trent. I, I believe mm-hmm. I can understand. understand. And he was walking around in a suit the whole time. So yeah. yeah. Okay. All How about that? Cool. Likeable. Like, Who I'm, solves crimes in a three-piece? Come on. <laughs> right. And he had a tie on. Check you out. And so then <laughs> they had him... Uh, what happens with that? Oh, so she doesn't really... She kind of pushes his buttons. Mm-hmm. She gets yeah. him riled up, but not enough to... You know, keep him in or get him to really confess too much, and then oh gosh, his name is blanking from it. Ben. ben, Ben starts. A, ben closes the deal. He does. Yes. What does he do? He says something derogatory in Espanol. Yes, on Espanol. You guys caught it. In Espanol, that is Spanish. That is Spanish. For those of you non non LA, Espanol means Spanish. Hi. Um, and so he um, says something. He's like, "What'd you say to me?" And the next thing you know, he's threatening his, Ben's life and tries to fight Ben. And then they're like, "Great, gotcha." We got mm-hmm. you for threatening yeah. a police officer. Exactly. So he's, you know, he's in trouble. Can you guys clarify the scene, scene when they played the tape back in front of Mark's house and they saw it was Chad's truck? Yeah. So, oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Now, this is, this is something that's kind of blurry for me because they never actually resolved this, I don't think. Um, somebody apparently stole Chad's truck. Uh, two other skinheads stole uh, Chad's truck and drove it 
to the uh, the place to the house. Mark's house. And uh, they, they found out because they looked at the plates on the security footage that they got from the neighbor. But then the two guys came in confessing that they stole the truck. I don't know why. I think I they were protecting family. Their family. And the brotherhood. They didn't want to throw him under. Because right, Chad's why, their leader. why were they there to begin with? Yeah, so who did the whole laser pointing and I'm, the brick? I thought it was them that did it. So That's why it, it was so confusing. So Okay, so that's when they ran in, in through the brick. Yeah. And not, see, what I was thinking is like, okay, I thought that we were led to believe they went and set the bomb. No, um, no, no, no. Which I think the bomb was actually set. Well, I guess we can get into this now since the real stalker turned out to be. I think there was. It's like a two stalkers, mm-hmm. really. He had yeah. more than one. He had the group that were against yeah. him. Then he had his next door neighbor, Howard. Mm-hmm. What was his last Granger. name? Granger. Granger. Howard Granger. Howard Granger. So Howard um, is the suspect, and it turns out that he was a victim like five years ago of a hate crime. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so it basically it triggered something in his brain when he found out that's what it was. Something got triggered in his head when he found out that Mark was a former skinhead. Yes. Yeah. And so then he goes... He has a psychotic break. Yeah, like a psychotic breakdown. Mm-hmm. And so he turns off the lights and... Oh, he's the one that... I think he's the one that did the bomb. Yep. He's the one that... Yeah, you no, see totally. another bomb later on in his house. Right, yes. yeah. Oh, that's right. So then they know it's him. And then... Um, what about the the phone call that he originally got in the first so scene? I think so what that it was, was... Was the truck? The two guys that, that drove the, the truck. Mm-hmm. Okay. They made the phone call and then ran... You see the footage where they run out of the truck? Mm-hmm. That's where they ran up and threw the brick. Okay. See, I had I thought that they were leading us to believe until we found out that indeed it was mm-hmm. Howard that set the bomb. I thought that they were trying to make us think that they set the bomb. So Which the is only, what they tried to do. But that's the thing. That's how that's how Howard found out that his neighbor. Because if you if you go back to that episode to uh-huh. the beginning, you'll see his reaction to him when they're all the neighbors are outside. Mm-hmm. They they do they they stay on him a little longer than the others. Mm-hmm. And you to see Howard. his reaction mm-hmm. on Howard's reaction and Howard's like But that was wasn't that before the, the brick was thrown? No, it was that after was during the fire outside, right? Yes. It was before. Well the fire that's what I'm saying when they're outside at the house and they see there's like the fire and there's the Nazi written on the garage yeah, yeah. and he's outside topless with the tattoos. Right. Mm-hmm. That's when it they showed Howard a little longer mm-hmm. and you see his reaction. So I think that's what triggered him then to do the whole bomb thing. Seeing the tattoos. Yeah, mm-hmm. and seeing yeah, the yeah. tattoos and you know, maybe Nazi on his walls. But it would <laughs> so seem fun. like oh. that group is still gonna continue to stalk Mark and the family. Right, yeah, that's but true. It, but they did it, right? That was the only incident they were responsible for. Yeah, that for. was the only incident they were responsible but for. Because everything else was future? by Howard. <laughs> I mean, probably not now. I don't know. Yeah. Well, to be continued. <laughs> right, so it's crazy because now Howard um, gets a hold of Mark and... Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, I closed Ooh. my eyes for that. I Slice what happened? It test. It just cuts him a razor, over. and you started cutting. I think over it was a box tattoos. cutter. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. he's just cutting. You know, like all over his tattoos and stuff. Oh, and then we see him later. Whenever Jack finds, Jack him, finds later. him later, bloody mess. Yeah, and then Trent gets stabbed by Howard, which was. Which baby didn't bother stab. Cam. 
I cut what? I said, which didn't bother I know. Ken. Cam was probably like, <laughs> I feel bad because he was nice to the kid at the end. But, well, like, yeah. I was kind of like, I don't know. He probably shouldn't. First of all, Trent goes into the house. He's back there shining the flash around, <laughs> like, hello. He's going to get your gun out. And he's, he's, a little, he's a little out of his element. Totally. I thought it was kind of funny that the neighbor, the Asian neighbor, kind of happened to be a ninja. It's like, is that normal? neighbor skills like that you can ninja someone and do all of that. Oh yeah, that fight scene was so awesome. He passed on him. Yeah. Howard Granger, ladies and gentlemen. Howard Granger. It's awesome. Black belt. (laughs) Apparently. (laughs) After that beat down. (laughs) And they, um, so yeah, so then Jack comes to rescue, saves Trent, Mm -hmm. basically. And, and we weren't worried about Trent for a second. We weren't sure if he was stabbed pretty severely or if it yep. was... Cameron was wasn't minor, worried about it. Yeah, Cam was like, yeah. It sounded like it wasn't deep enough. <laughs> he said, I'm not going to die. a lot of things. I don't <laughs> yeah. know. I don't really recall. He said a lot of things that weren't nice, though. <laughs> no, so we find... So, you know, Jack saves Trent. And then I love when you see Amanda comes. It's like all the hospital... Like, the trucks are outside mm-hmm. and the families come and are all reunited. And Amanda's reunited with Trent. And she walks right past Jack, like... Yeah. Boom. I don't see you. But then she when says, she, she looks at him and she mouths, thank you. Thank you. She's like, and we should probably, <laughs> we should probably talk about the scene where Amanda and Jack have a little talk about him staying in L.A. Ooh. Oh, so are we going to go on to the Amanda, Jack, Ethan, Trenta? Sure. Go there. Let's Lo- do it. Love square. The love square. <laughs> love square. So, yeah, so Amanda, you know, you start to really see Amanda coming around a little bit towards Jack. You know, she's thanking him. Thanks for saving my man. Mm -hmm. I was really surprised because in previous episodes, she was so adamant about him leaving. So hostile. So hostile. You think that happened too soon, the transition of her starting to... No, in the last one. breakthrough Mm -hmm. conversation in the last episode, so I can kind of see that. But she kind of completely did a 180. She did. I think because she sees him doing a good job, and obviously Beth really likes him. He's adjusting well, so. I think she also sees that he's not phased by her threats, and he's not going anywhere, so it's coexist, get over it, and that's it. uh, I thought she was going to hop on him like uh, Howard did. She looked. She was looking. She did give him that really look. flirty. And yeah. Jade, you had that prediction last week that she <laughs> might have feelings for him. Yeah, but the way she said thank you and she flattered those eyes. Yeah. Come on, now she wasn't thinking about Trent. There what? was definitely a lingering. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I'd like to think nobody was thinking about Trent. <laughs> Once she heard that CBS ordered a full season, she was like, oh, you yeah. can stay. Yes, you can stay. Exactly, exactly. And so now we have Amanda and Trent. Amanda's they're in their apartment now, and they're talking, and he's like, they're drinking wine, and he's on painkillers, so he's going to be really <laughs> on one. <laughs> like, he's about to be loopy after that first sip of wine. And so he basically, you know, he puts um, Ethan to sleep, and yeah. then he says to her, hey, like, Hey, I, I know that's your. You and Jack have this kid together. She's like, Jack told you. He's like, No, I just can tell. Know. Yeah, she's like, great impression of Amanda. What? Yeah. How do you know this? I know. So she's like, Oh my gosh! And so she says, Like, he's like, No, I, I just sense this. And don't yeah. you think Ethan should get to know his father? 
And she's looking like, ain't nobody asking your opinion. And then <laughs> you see little Ethan. <laughs> That's what it felt like, right? She was, a little bit, yeah. Uh, I birthed him, not you. Yeah. You just came into the picture. Yes, you're living here and serving as this child's father, but yeah. you have no say. At that point, she was on the same page about Trent as I was. Right. <laughs> Me and Amanda are in the corner like, okay, go. You're like, hey, Trent, I think you're starting to wear out your welcome here. No. <laughs> but um, you see Ethan on the side of the wall. He's dropping. Like a creeper. Ethan, we're Aren't you supposed to be asleep? Ethan mm. is stalking his mother. <laughs> He's learning from his daddy. Um, but yeah, that was interesting that you see that. But I don't... Do you think that Ethan understood? That's what I, I was, was thinking. He was kind of young. I think he did. I think he understood. Mm. I feel like... Uh, what is he? Six, seven? Probably? That's old enough to understand. And I, I don't want to get into predictions, but it's interesting because this might start to sway him to wonder and ask more questions. Totally. Yeah. 100%. Mommy, who's my daddy? Yeah. I am like, <laughs> wait, can I, I need my sure dad? No, it's not Trent. It's a <laughs> neighbor guy that you keep seeing stalking. Yeah. yeah. Howard? <laughs> I like that Trent made the suggestion to, to her to say, hey, don't you think Ethan wants to know his father? I thought that was really sweet. Yeah. Then I yeah. became Team Trent. He, yeah, yeah I mean, he That's kind of he won me over. He won me over a little bit more. I mean, <laughs> honestly, I liked but. Trent in the episode when him and Jack had that confrontation, and he just uh, yeah. was like, "I just want to know what I'm getting myself into." Mm-hmm. Yeah. You could tell that he really does care about Amanda and Ethan, and he had me there. Had I think he home. has a certain look about him that looks like he has ulterior it's motives, fine. but he keeps saying. <laughs> But he keeps saying nice things and right. nice gestures. He does have that look. In the following, he was a cult leader. Yeah, that's what it is, I think. Uh, not that he's fine. He's cute. <laughs> I can always tell Jade goes into like this daze when we're talking she about does. a select list of people. She's like, oh, well, I thought he was fine. <laughs> oh, Perry. <laughs> I know. No, I, I know. We're about thankfully on the same page. About okay, Paris, that so. we are on uh-uh. the same. Boat. Nothing's gonna change that. Nothing is gonna get in between. No that. abs are gonna change that. <laughs> I mean, unless Perry had like some protein shakes or something by episode sixteen, maybe I could sway a little bit. <laughs> Stop lifting that kale. Get, <laughs> lift some iron. <laughs> Let me stop. You might come on the show, right? Yeah. yeah. You're like, I'm you not coming on this one chicken. These two people are so mean about me. Why would I want to come? About, about your character, Your sir. character, not you as a person. Not you. Exactly. Absolutely. Mm. So, you like that so <laughs> yeah. far? We good. Yeah, that was good. So, we think Ethan's going to want to probably start. I think he's going to start asking questions. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. Mm-hmm. Which Absolutely. leads me to letting everybody know to go to iTunes uh, after Best TV and look for Stalker and rate it. Tell us what you think. Leave some comments. We like five stars. Go to YouTube.com as well after Best TV and look for Stalker and like us, subscribe, leave some comments. We answer, we respond, we discuss some. So we want to hear from you guys. You subscribe on the iTunes podcast app. We pop up on your phone every week. We stalk you. We stalk <laughs> yes. you. And that's there's no better way to be stalked from a stalker after show Absolutely. than that way. Exactly. I love the way you put it that way. Stalking everybody. Yeah. We've been thanked for stalking people. I know. <laughs> In a very weird way. I know, but we love it. We stalk you guys on we stalk. We're like, who answered? Who did we reply to? Who who and commented? We got a lot of great comments and yes. theories this week. Oh yeah. So keep those coming. Thank yes. you for those. Keep them coming. Which leads us now to topic three. Beth. Pear bear. Pear bear. Pear bear. He's my pear bear. 
It's getting real, and Beth is getting real emotional. Beth is getting emo. Beth she, gets emo. It, every every episode, we see her break down a little bit more. Mm-hmm. It humanizes her a little bit more. So, but I, I don't think, yeah, like, that's true. like that. I don't like her as a human. I like her as Beth gets real. You like her Hashtag as a badass robot? Yes. <laughs> Hashtag Beth gets real. Yeah, yeah, I like it. I like that part of her character. I mean, I know you you do want to experience like the humanistic side of a character as well, but I think when she's all bad and tough. Sure. And Perry's mm-hmm. really Me getting too. to her. So what happens? She doesn't know it's Perry yet. Yeah, but, but exactly. But when she comes home and she goes to check her mail, I like that she has an old school mailbox that just mm. anyone can grab her stuff. And she picks up a <laughs> box. She goes inside the house and goes to open the box. And she, there's all this like fluff stuff. And when she removes it, she sees a bear. It's all white and it has a yellow ribbon. So I remembered that from a few episodes ago when Perry went into her house. So I think it's, she starts thinking, looking at the bear and she's like, oh my gosh, like something clicks. So she goes to her closet, Mm -hmm. pulls out her little memoir box and opens it and then pulls out a bear that's an exact replica of the one that was sent to her. Exactly. Except the bear in the box is like burned with like ashes and stuff. And mm-hmm. then, <laughs> this and is then, like a new improved bear. <laughs> all nice and bright and pretty. So creepy though. But really yeah, creepy. Like, really imagine, creepy. Imagine being sent proof that somebody has been in your home. Or knows. Or knows so many different things about you. And it's such a Perry move, too. Yeah, and yeah. you can see her move. mind is just racing. Uh, it's terrifying. It felt for her. Like, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. obviously she has been through so much with this. Through mm-hmm. uh, We're assuming that her stalker and the fire were connected somehow, but uh, she has to revisit this all over again. Mm-hmm. And it seems, situation. But it seems like from when she was talking with her friend, it was just that she finally was starting to have closure. Right. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. when she was getting her closure, this is happening. It's that's just so cruel. So freaky. Not not so good. So not cool. I blame Trent. So what about what? what do you got for news and gossip? Oh. TV news. Well, I have some comments from last week. If you guys so like to hear us too. Do tell. Oh. Uh, well, Dylan McDermott earned a spot in People Magazine's 2014 Sexiest man alive issue. That's when you climbing up in that attic from that first episode. Well (laughs) deserved, Dylan. Dylan. Well deserved. (laughs) He's actually 53. Did you guys know that? No way. Yes. Wow. Man does not age. Are you serious? What? Serious. All right. Check him out. Hashtag Dylan McDermott is 53 and (laughs) is great looking. I have some Ben gossip too. Yeah, Ben Gossip. Ben Gossip. Oh. Ben Gossip. So Ben his, hit me with it. His name is Victor uh, Rusick, and he was actually cast in a major role in Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh, oh yeah! Yes. He's going to be playing Jose, who's an aspiring photographer and classmate of Anastasia, and he's <gasps> going to rival for the affections. Uh, with grace. I do. Now I do. I totally forgot about that. All I was like, Christian, Christian, Christian. (laughs) But now I remember, yeah, I'm excited. So, yeah, look out for him. The movie comes out in February. Oh, that's good for him. Uh, I have a little bit of uh, news and gossip. Go. Before Um. I get to the comments, Stalker was... (laughs) I wanted to give you your own little explosion. Uh, 
you're too I kind. You. Um, Steven. Hey, was nominated for People's Choice Awards for Favorite New TV Drama. Oh. Yay. So go vote. Yes. Go vote. go vote for that. That's important. Uh, we have some comments this week on YouTube. Jan, Jan Venice. I absolutely love this episode referring to last week's. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite new shows of the fall TV season. Love this after show. Thank you for listening and thank you for watching. Thank you. Uh, she says, let's see here. There was an episode on Investigation Discovery where a female comic book writer got stalked and then uh, one at the convention stalked her. Like I was talking about last week how I was kind of stalked at a comic mm-hmm. book convention. Yeah. Just talking cool about song, that a little huh? bit. <laughs> Joseph Boza says, fantastic writing in last week's episode. Uh, I thought this should have been the pilot because like Anastasia said, I thought the cases would have been more of a Hollywood twist with celebrity cases. Okay. okay. Thank you. Hawkins Olson says, awesome shout out last week. Thanks for the shout out. <laughs> You're welcome. Anytime, boo. Anytime. Uh, and uh, that's about it. Oh, here's one more. Okay. Liz Chateau. I'm so tired of Perry and so ready for Beth to find out he's stalking her. I think we're ready yeah. for Beth to find uh, out. And I right think well. we're ready for predictions. Let's get that dance going. Hey. And now, after <laughs> <laughs> you gotta trademark that. Dance. I like the hey there. Hey. Hey. Hey, hey, hey. What was it? <laughs> Oh, I think it was Kool-Aid Hey, man. hey, hey. Hey, hey. Oh, yeah, that was what I, I got it confused. It's bad. Yeah. Number. Okay. Any hoosers. So, predictions. Teresa, what you got for me? So, I mean, I think Maggie or Beth is going to realize that Perry is stalking her. Mm-hmm. And I think Tracy, the friend, is going to be the one that tips it off to Beth. I think mm-hmm. finally, because Perry's getting really obvious about it. Mm-hmm. He's not really being, you know, a little sly about it so I think she'll pick up on it and then her and Maggie, or her and Beth are going to have a conversation and figure it out. Yeah, I think, well, also from just the previews that we saw from for the show. For next week. Yeah, yeah. my prediction is that it's going to be about finding out. I think the case is now going to be about Beth. Do you, finding do you think out. that it's going to be finding out about her past or just about Perry? I think it's going to be both. I think we're going to see her having to tell... She's going to, she knows that she's being stalked. She's got to get to the bottom of it. And I think that people are going to help her solve this case. Because, you know, when it's your own officer, someone in your office, and you're dealing with an issue like this, it becomes top priority. You know, mm-hmm. like there was like the one episode with the cop and his daughter got shot. You know, that became high... Like they put more men on the case. Yeah. I just... I just think that it's going to develop more. I think it's going to be about her this episode, next episode. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. I think it's going to be good. I think, uh, I think, uh, here's my prediction. It's going to be good. Uh Number one. Number two, I think we're going to see Ethan say something, confront Jack somehow next week. I don't know if he's going to, I don't know if he's going to know exactly why he's confronting him, maybe a little bit. So I heard you might be my dad. I don't really know. I do my father. I'm not sure. Uh, and I predict that we're going to find out that Ben is part of the conspiracy <laughs> next week. That was actually going to be my prediction, that you were going to predict that Ben was an informant. I predict that Good that prediction. part of your prediction is wrong. Anastasia. I predict, I predict that, obviously, based on the previews, that Perry is going to be revealed mm-hmm. in the next episode. Um, I feel like Jack is going to be the one that helps save Beth, and then she's going to be like, Jack, oh my god, I love you, like, you uh-huh. saved me. There's like, more chemistry there. Make out. Do it. Yeah. There's- <laughs> oh. And that's my do it dance. <laughs> I predict also that 
I agree with you guys that Ethan is going to start to question, but I feel... <laughs> Kim's bread. Uh, <laughs> I made him can, I, can, can I get through my prayer? Absolutely. Oh, thanks. <laughs> and then I predict that Amanda is going to be more the one to come around, just because Ethan may ask questions, but Amanda's the adult, so it's going to take her. I feel like the thank you and the looks and you're welcome for letting me say she's going to start to... Trent's going to get in her head. She's going to think about it a little bit more. I'm going to add to that real quick. No, I because think, you cut me off during my prediction, oh, so you can't. Uh, that was Jay. So, <laughs> Anastasia 1, Cam 0. Cameron oh, 4. Cam. Cam is... I, um, <laughs> I think... That, that, did you just cut my mic off? A little bit. Just a little bit. Yeah, I heard wow. it. <laughs> Nobody cares what um, you have to say anymore, Cam. Uh, so, anyways. Thank you. Thank um, I think that uh, we're going to see Amanda start like, fall for Jack a little bit more, but Jack and Beth are going to start Ooh. getting... And Amanda's going to be like, wait, no, it's my turn now. <laughs> he's come around. He's a new changed man after all that stuff I went through. She's going to be like, yeah. that's not fair. Janice, Janice is going to want to get in on that. <laughs> She's like, hey, guys, get in there too. room for one more. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. Right, yeah. I think that's it. I think it's time for us to plug our where we can people can find us on social media. You can find me Instagram at Jade's World, and you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Stay Classy Anna with two N's. You can find me on Twitter and on Instagram at Teresa Jane, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at The Only Camshaft or my website CameronLewis.com. Jade, I said it already. Anastasia. We're going to miss you next week. Oh, yeah. Yeah, We're going to miss you guys. Cam and I are going back home to the, well, me to the bay, and you're going back. You're not supposed to tell people where you guys are going. They're going to stalk you. I'm going to the area. To the area. (laughs) The area. I'm disclosed. (laughs) I'll see you there. All right, guys. That's it for us. Bye. 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 From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal. 